Welcome to Making the Leap, the podcast for women who are ready to jump into their future and make those lady boss business dreams come true with your host, me, Rachel Perry, fellow female entrepreneur, wife, mom, and your personal business building guru. This is where we get real and talk about all the things you need to kick some serious entrepreneurial booty from overcoming limiting beliefs to sharing the specific strategies I've used to not only build a direct sales business, but also my own online business from the ground up. I've got you covered, girl. I'm going to be your new BFF when it comes to balancing life, momming, and your direct sales business with poise, peace of mind, and of course, the power of a good set of fake eyelashes. Forget all the stories you've been told and the choices you've been given. You can have it all, and I'm going to show you how. All right. (laughs) Let's hope that you can hear me today. I recorded this podcast yesterday. And it turns out I hadn't turned my mic on. So that was really fun. (laughs) But anyway, welcome back to another episode of Making the Leap. I'm Rachel Perry, your host. And today we are going to be talking about something that I'm really excited about. It's kind of the phases of the direct seller. So where you fall in this framework is what we're going to talk about. And, you know, I shared this on Instagram, knowing is half the battle. So once you know where you are, you can then start doing the things that you need to do to get you to the place you want to go. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute, but I hope you guys are good. Hope you guys, this, I hope this day, this podcast episode finds you just in a great place. I was not in a great place yesterday. Like I said, I had recorded this podcast episode and I was so excited about it. I felt like it was quite possibly the best episode I had ever recorded. And I was saving it and I was getting ready to send it to my editors. And I looked down and I saw that the mic was still turned off. And the thing with my mic is when it's plugged, light goes on. So it looks like it's on. However, (laughs) it was not. (laughs) And um, yeah, I was kind of upset (laughs) that my husband said later that night, he was like, so I said, oh, I have to record my podcast. I'm going to the dentist tomorrow, but I just have to record my podcast again before that happens. And he was like, you didn't, you didn't record it again right after. And I was like, no, I was not in a great place. So I could not show up as Rachel because I was pissed. So I know you guys can relate to that. Maybe not necessarily recording a podcast and then not having the sound on, but just doing and putting your all into it and then feeling like it fell flat because there was a mistake that happened, right? And so I knew that I would feel better if I had re-recorded it. I would feel better because the timeline, like at this point, I'm hoping that it's going to be ready for Tuesday, but I don't know. It might not be. I might have to whip out a really quick podcast and have this the next week. Who knows? It's anyone's guess. I knew that I wanted to show up at my best for you guys. And so here we are. Holy moly. I tell you what, this, this past few months has been something just sort of adapting to virtual school and adapting to the kids being home and my husband being home and 
everyone being home. It's definitely something. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the four different types of direct sellers or the four phases of direct selling. And I want you to listen closely to the descriptions and I want you to identify, figure out where you fall in this. Okay. So I have shared this before. I have shared it on Instagram. I've shared it in, on, in my free Facebook group. And if you were there for the masterclass, the truth about growing your direct sales business, I showed it to you there as well. And so I want you to think about it as like a quadrant. Okay. And on the left-hand side, you have, is that the (laughs) Y-axis? You have self-worth. And on the bottom, it's wealth. And for me, personally, what I experienced and what I've learned and now what I teach is that in order to have a profitable direct sales business, in order to have that wealth, you also need to have self-worth. Because when you believe in yourself and when you have confidence and when you love yourself, that's when you're going to be showing up so much differently and so much better. And so the goal is to have both self-worth and wealth. And I teach you how to do that. So what I want you to do now is I'm going to go over the four different types of the phases or the direct seller. And I just want you to listen. Now, as I share these with you, you might think, oh, I'm a little bit of this and I'm a little bit of that. And that's totally normal. It's totally normal because we do, we, you know, there's no perfect formula, right? And you're going to find that you have aspects of one and aspects of another. And all that means is that this is good knowledge for you so that you can identify where you are so that you can move up to, to your goal space. Okay. So the first type of direct seller is one who has low self-worth and low wealth. So they're not bringing in a whole lot of money and they don't feel real good about themselves, okay? I call that person the friend chaser. Yeah, the friend chaser. So the friend chaser is someone who doesn't really know how to work this business, okay? And it's not because of their no fault of their own, okay, that they don't know how to do this. They're just lacking in confidence and they think that if they just lead with their product and if they just rely on their friends, that they are going to be able to run this business. And the thing is, is with a friend chaser, the problem is, is that you run out of friends, right? And your friends start to get a little frustrated or maybe not frustrated. They're just like, I'm out. Like, I don't need any more of that. Or I have already hosted three parties. Like I cannot ask my friends to do that again. So it becomes this sort of panic situation because you've tapped out your friends, but you don't have any other places to go. It's like, how am I going to fill my calendar? I don't have anyone else to ask. All right. Um, Sometimes you can be spammy. The friend chaser can, has a tendency to be spammy, not because they're annoying people, but because again, they don't know how to really connect with people or haven't been taught how to connect with people. And so they are kind of spammy because they lead with their product and the promotions and the specials. The friend chaser also sometimes wonders like, did, did she just see me and then like hide or... 
does she just not see me like at Target or the grocery store? (laughs) Okay. And you sometimes might fall into this trap of like sending messages and they don't get answered. They're seen, but they're not answered. Your calendar is empty. And there are times when you feel lost and overwhelmed and alone and even burnt out. And you might even be thinking like, am I even cut out for this? Like, is this something I can do? Am I even going to be a success? Right? So it's kind of a hopeless feeling sometimes. The friend chaser really struggles with that, really struggles with that because she doesn't know how to get beyond this space, how to take that step, how to um, almost get out of this trap, right? So that's the friend chaser. And if you identify with any of that, don't worry. Like all hope is not lost. Rachel is here. <laughs> but seriously, like all hope is not lost, all right? I just, I just want you to try and look at this objectively. I want you to like identify the things that you might tend to do just so that you know, and I know this is hard. It's hard to look at yourself and see faults and it's hard to look at yourself and um, see mistakes that you're making. But when you're able to do that, that's when you're able to move forward. Okay. All right. So the second person um, has also has low wealth, but they have high self-worth. Okay. So they feel very confident, not very, very confident, but they tend to be more confident. They, they just, they feel good. They are called the freebie giver. The freebie giver again has low wealth, but does have higher self-worth. All right. But the freebie giver tends to give away too much because she loves her customers and hostesses so much and loves her business so much and her product that she's like, I, I just think everyone needs to benefit from this. And I'm just so excited about this, that you tend to give away more. And as a result, your profit is minimal. Okay. So it's one thing to give incentives. It's a whole nother thing to give away part of your profit. Okay. Sometimes you do have to take a little cut to give incentives, like if you're trying to get bookings on your calendar. But when you're constantly doing this, you're cutting into your profit. So you don't have that wealth aspect, right? So another issue that the the freebie giver, the freebie giver tends to do is she tends to apologize. Like she might apologize. She doesn't ever want anyone to feel obligated to buy their product or doesn't ever want anyone to feel obligated to host a party or hear about the business. Okay. So the freebie giver will almost like apologize, right? Like, Oh my gosh, like, I know this is probably uncomfortable. I know you probably don't want to hear this, but would you be willing to hear more about the business or, Oh my gosh, like, don't feel pressured to buy. Like, don't, don't, I don't, I don't want you to feel like you have to buy anything. Like, are you sure you want those earrings? Like, are you sure? Cause I don't want you to buy anything you don't want. Right. And so you're, you're, you're constantly like, you want people to love your product and you want people to, to sign up under you and you want that, but you're also like torn because you don't, you feel bad and you don't want anyone to feel pressured. You want them just to love the product because they love the product. You want them to love the business because they just love the business. And it's really, really, really important um, to you that nobody feel uncomfortable. Um, I was a freebie giver. I was a freebie giver. Um, I, 
I, I mean, in the beginning I was, and it was something that really impacted my profit. And I also felt uncomfortable. Like when I was apologizing, basically, I, as in my head, I'm like, why am I apologizing? But yet I couldn't stop it. So, <laughs> so that's the pleaser in me as well. A lot of people fall into the freebie giver category. Okay. So now let's move over like on the quadrants. Let's move over. Okay. And now we're going to talk about high wealth. So you have someone who has high wealth and low self-worth, and that person is called the sales pusher. Now, the sales pusher doesn't necessarily like to identify themselves as a sales pusher. So if you're a sales pusher, chances are you're thinking, that is not me, (laughs) okay? Because you are making money. You're making money because you're pushy. Like the friend chaser, you also lead with your product, And you lead with your promotions and you lead with your specials and you're constantly sharing this in your feeds and all of that. But the problem is you're inconsistent. You're inconsistent because the strategies that you're using are not effective. They're not effective. So one month you might do great and you might make a whole lot of money. You might get recognized, all the things. But then the next month you might not do so great. And it's during those months when you're not doing so great that you begin to doubt yourself and you think, you know, what's wrong with me? Why did it work last month, but it's not working this month? Why aren't they, you know, buying from me? Why aren't they hosting with me? Why aren't they hearing about the business? What's going on? And sometimes you might even get the sense that people don't like you, or they're kind of avoiding you at target, kind of like the friend chaser, um, or they don't respond to your messages and you know that they've seen them as well because it says seen. Okay. So you can be spammy at times. The sales pusher is not someone any of us want to be like, so even if you are a sales pusher, you might not be able to identify that because nobody wants that. (laughs) Nobody wants that. Okay. Um, we're all running from that sort of space. Like we don't want to be seen as that person. We're all like, I don't want to be that direct seller. Although some people are actually fine with it. And those people are not listening to me because we are, they are not my people and I am not their people, right? They, um, it's working for them. But the problem is, like I said, it's inconsistent and it doesn't last and it doesn't help you build a solid business filled with momentum. In fact, it, you're creating a business that is dependent on you getting annoying, on you being annoying and you pushing and pressuring people to, to, to join your team, to buy, to host. And nobody likes that feeling. And if someone feels that pressure and feels that, that stress, they're not going to stick around for long. So I really caution you if, if you're thinking right now, well, I, I am a little bit like that, but I have people buying just really be careful because I, 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 you know, that nobody likes a sales pusher, like nobody. I've never met one person. That's like my favorite kind of direct seller is the direct seller that just pushes and pushes and pushes and pushes. Like those are my favorite. No, that's never happened. And nobody ever will say that. Okay. All right. Now we've talked about, we've talked about the person who has low self-worth and low wealth, the friend chaser. We've talked about the person who has higher self-worth, but low wealth, the freebie giver. We've talked about the person who has low self-worth and higher wealth, and that's the sales pusher. But what about the person 
who has high wealth and high self-worth. That's the person that you all strive to be, right? This is the called the superstar. Superstar. Okay. The superstar is where you are going. The superstar is what we all want to be as direct sellers. And the reason for that is because the superstar has a really solid business, is really consistent, and is very profitable. The the superstar is making money because of the consistency and because she's showing up as herself. She's not chasing her friends. She's not over giving. She's not being real pushy. She's connecting. Okay. She believes in herself Man, that confidence, that confidence goes far. Okay. Because when you believe in yourself and you like yourself and you even love yourself, Um, you're going to show up differently than when you are like, I suck and I don't know if I can do this, right? It's easy to know what to post on social media because you're really aligned. The superstar just, she gets it. She's checked in. She's really just in a really great space. Okay. She's got momentum. Her calendar is booked. It's not empty. It's booked because she's got effective systems in place. She knows that at each party she does, she does a booking game and she fills her calendar. She connects with people. She builds relationships. So people want to be around her. Her team is growing. Okay. People are joining her team. Most of them, some of them, maybe a few of them are working. All right. It's a consistently growing team. She has people under her who are also sponsoring and recruiting because that's what happens when you get into that space of alignment. When you focus on building the relationships with others rather than selling, okay? That's what happens when you get beyond you and your business and into serving your customer, your hostess, your recruit, okay? It's all about a shift. It's a shift. And when we believe in ourselves and when we have that self-worth and we we like ourselves and we show up and we're like, I love what I do. That's when you get to that space of becoming the superstar. So the first step, I'm sure you're like, well, this is, this is, I want to be the superstar, Rach. Like, how do I get to be the superstar? The first part is to acknowledge where you're falling short. So if you identified with some of the aspects of the friend chaser, or some of the characteristics of the freebie giver, or some of the characteristics or aspects of the sales pusher, I want you to acknowledge that. Okay. Let's say you have tapped out your friends and you're like, my calendar is empty. That's where I fall short. That's where I am struggling. Okay. Maybe you have led with your product. Maybe you have led um, with the promotions and all that. You say, okay, that's my mistake. All right. We have to be self-reflective. We have to look at ourselves and see the mistakes that we've made. And for some people that's easy for others. It's, it's very hard to look at yourself introspectively, but let me tell you when you, when you allow yourself to do that, that's when you're able to move forward. You have to be willing and able to really connect with the, maybe the mistakes that you've made. And here's the thing. We all make mistakes. Like nobody is perfect. Nobody's perfect. We might have an upline who's been teaching us the wrong thing. 
You know, I just did a whole free training on the lies that were being taught in the industry. So it's understandable that you find yourself in these, in these spaces as sales pusher or freebie giver or a friend chaser. Okay. But now it's time to move beyond that. Okay. And I'm going to be taking you through some steps through the podcast to help you reach that space, that goal of the superstar. And, and, that, and that's what we do in Wealth and Worth Legacy Builders. Each month, we focus on something different, a different pillar, a different aspect of being a direct seller. And the thing is, is when you're a direct seller, friends, like you're a business owner. And I think it's important for you to see yourself as business owners, because when you see yourself as a business owner, you're going to show up differently. Even if it's a side gig, even if you work a nine to five, and then this is what you do in your free time, you're still a business owner. And when you look at yourself as a business owner, rather than just a direct seller, and I say just a direct seller, because lots of people say that you're a business owner. So automatically you're going to start showing up differently. And I really want you to work on that this week. I want you to identify the spaces, the places, whatever, where you might be making mistakes. And then I want you to really just start thinking of yourself as a business owner. I want you to think, okay, yeah, all right. I need to get into work on my business because I'm a business owner. I know that might sound silly, but I really want you to start identifying as a business owner because you are, and that is going to help tremendously with your self-worth. So let's just review really quickly. Okay. So there are four types of direct sellers. If you have low self-worth and low wealth, you might be a friend chaser. Okay. If you have higher than the higher self-worth than the, the friend chaser and low wealth, you might be the freebie giver. If you have low self-worth, but high-ish wealth, then you might be the sales pusher. But if you have high self-worth and high wealth, then you are most likely the superstar. And that is the ultimate place to be. And that's where I want you to go. And I want to help you get there. So I appreciate you listening to me today. Listen, we are coming up on our hundredth episode. Holy cow. I cannot believe this. So we're going to be doing some really fun things about that. But if you haven't left a review yet, I would be so grateful if you would. You can just go to iTunes and search Making the Leap in Business and in Life and leave me a review. And I would be so very, very grateful. All right, my friends, until we meet again, take care. That's it for this week's episode of Making the Leap. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. And hey, listen, if you love today's episode and think your downline, upline, or even your sideline might benefit from it, or even the podcast, send them a link, share this episode, or screenshot it and share it on Instagram and tag me at Rachel A. Perry. I'd truly be so honored. And hey, listen, if you haven't already, come and hang out with me over on the gram, where I share all kinds of craziness and free resources to help you make the leap both in business and in life. Because let's face it, life and business can be hard. So why not get all the help we can? Till next week, my friends.